It's that time, Jack. Yeah. very intriguing so we hold a whole lot of stuff back from one another throughout the week so that when we get up right. in here we can really you know what i'm saying get the kicking it and politicking about what we need to politic about oh and definitely uh-huh listen man this week it's been it's that time jack it's been one of them weeks man like i had to open my mouth up you know what i'm saying and in, in, in a place of business Cause you know some stuff just wasn't sitting right, sitting too right with me. You know what I mean? I, I could get real personal with it and let it all be known, but I ain't gonna do all that. But just know, a person hit their breaking point. You know what I'm saying? You better watch out. And I'm one of them being people. human. Yeah, and I'm one of them people. You know what I'm saying? I can hold off for a while, but then after a while, bro, I got to speak, biting your tongue, hurt sometimes. You know what I'm saying? So I got to go ahead and let it out. So I had to open my mouth this week, man, and 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 let some stuff be known. How'd it go after you did that? Well, just uh, right now, I'm I'm juggling a lot of stuff in life, especially in my head on what my next move gonna possibly be. And you know me, I'm one of the people who always got to make sure my next move is like right. my best move. So, right, I'm sitting over here, you know, reflecting and 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 over not overthinking, but rethinking about some some things. You know what I'm saying? So, but other than that, man, um, did hit a couple PRs this week. You know, what I mean, as far as gym goes and everything, today was a horrible session. Had a horrible session today. Um, it's the ego, ego lifters, man. Make you so mad up in the gym, just holding up machines, standing around, not lifting nothing, just sitting there with all the weight on there, hoping right. for somebody to see them or hoping for somebody to talk to them, that type bro. It, it was horrible, man. I got in and, and felt like I just wasted my time type stuff. I mean, I got a few reps and sets out, but still, though, it wasn't what I do. So I felt like I was there gym for. Huh? I was there for about, about 55 minutes. Oh, okay. And out of them 55 minutes, I probably got a good 35 minutes of workout in. You know what I'm saying? I know that 30 minutes is enough, but when you when you chasing goals and you're on a certain routine, bro, it's C.T. Fletcher, man. You got to get all your sets done. You got to get everything right. you came in here to do done, and I wasn't able to achieve that today. So I left out and instantly was like, you know what? That was probably the weakest session I had all year. You know what I'm saying? And I got to make up for that, so. I'm going to have another That mean you go harder tomorrow, that's all. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to have to have me another leg day this week. I might have to go in Thursday. I usually take my Thursdays and my Sundays off, but I'm going to have to go in on Thursday, put in a little extra a little extra yeah. overtime. You know what I'm saying? What's well, you up? know, the thing is, not, it's about how you bounce back. Always. That's all the adversity, you know what I'm saying? Because the thing about it is we go through things, man, and we feel a type of way about certain things that affect us in more ways that we really understand until we're in that situation. Right, right, so the best right, thing right, we right. could do, man, is just – you know, the fact that you acknowledge uh-huh. it's, it's that time, time, Jack. You know what I'm saying? Then, I mean, tomorrow's, let's get it all over again. This I'm day is over. Firm believer, bro. I'm a firm believer, and it ain't what you go through. It's how you come out of it. You there know, you go. A lot, of, a lot of people get stuck on what they're going through, 
and don't pay attention to the outcome. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you go through stuff to have a greater outcome, but if you t- stay stay too focused on what you're going through, you're tarnishing your outcome. You know what I'm saying? So right. make sure you, you stay focused on the goal at hand. And like I said, sometimes you got to do some adjustments. adjustments. And my adjustment this week is Thursday might not be my off day. I'm going to have to go in and make up some time. Most but, definitely. But enough about me, man. What's what's up with you, man? What's going on? We got AD in the building real quick before we get to going. You know what I mean? We do want to thank y'all for sitting in on M2H. Most you know what I'm saying? Men to health. It's a little wordplay on mental health. But it's just two men having a conversation to the world about health and, and, and deeper aspects of it. Not just the diet of what you're eating, but exactly what you're learning, what you're intaking, what you're watching, all that type of stuff. It's all about that diet, uh, that life diet, you know what I mean, the overall thing. So here on Mental Health, Men to Health, we like to target those things and, and hope to bring a little bit of something to your life to give you a different perception, give you a different perspective on how you're looking at life or looking at the situation you may be in, the environment, or situations that may be going on around the world, you know what I mean? So we do thank you all for sitting in. Be sure to visit that website, www.truenumber2you2.com. Check us out on Instagram, at T-R-U, number three, number two, Y-O-U. Also, check out my boy, Devonir Shisha. Go ahead, man, I'll let you, I'll let you do, your, do your rundown, man. But go ahead, man, talk to him. I, I want to know, too, man. How your week, man? What's, been, what's new? Man, the week been straight, man. You know, I've just been sitting back just kind of, you know, much like yourself, putting my mind together on some things, you know, trying to figure out the next move, you know, professionally. Um, you know, just weighing some options, man. I always got you iron knew that. You know, but think about it, like we always preach through past podcasts, man. Like when you keep your head high and you focus on what you need to be focused on, people take notice. A lot of times, whether we like it or not, people don't understand. You get ahead in life based on other people's perception of you, especially on the professional side. See, a lot of people sit back and say, I don't care what so-and-so think, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you do. Because in the end, if you're working at a job, it's the perception of someone else to decide, do he get a promotion? Do he get a raise? Things like that. When you go for a job interview, there's three jobs, three positions available, 25 candidates. It's the perception of the person who's doing the interviewing. Does this person deserve this position, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, we do often try to impress other people. And when you people like us who are stand-up dudes, we carry ourselves like that 24-7. So it's not it's just something we do between hours of nine to five, you know. So that's just what I'm what I'm focusing on and, you know, ready to jump into this, man. Man, I heard that, though. You know what I found very interesting? Oh, man, go ahead and let the people know Debonair Shisha, man. Debonair Shisha. Shisha, man, on the IG. Anything hookah-related, I'm your mans. You know, I'm sitting there smoking hookah right now, smoking uh, Tangiers. Um, Schnozberry, which is named after the candy from Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory. Yeah. So Nobody knows how it tastes, but this tastes pretty good. You know what I mean, it's a make-believe candy, and it's pretty good. So, you know, check them out. They're having a pop-up shop. Um, they're based out of Phoenix. They're having a pop-up shop, a pop-up hookah shop in uh, Phoenix in a couple of days, in a couple, a week and a half, where you can get some of the hottest flavors and things like that. So, hey, 10 years. That's what's up. You know what I found interesting, man? What's that? The fact that we had this conversation last week, and, and and this is for people that might be listening in on us and, you know, not taking things that we say into consideration as if we don't sit back and do our research, we don't sit back and do our studies, we're not analytically looking over all the data, you know what I'm saying? We just had yep. this conversation about, and excuse me if I'm pronouncing it wrong, I'm saying it like it's a respectful person or something, but the Omicron, the new variant, 
Man, we just had this conversation. We were talking about, you know, mainly South Africa and all this. It has been, it's here now, bro. It's here, officially. You know what I'm saying? I think I, I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, like, it's, they know for a fact it's in like seven states, California being one of them. Did you hear where it came from? Well, I, the South Africa thing, but if you... No, nah, I ain't talking about that. The person that got it, the, the first person that was detected was in California. Right, right. Now, they got it from a party they attended, a gathering. I say that, a gathering they attended in Milwaukee County. Now, at the at this gathering, now, the, now, don't quote me on it, but based on what I read and kind of putting two or two together, it wasn't, I, I didn't say, I changed up from party because it wasn't that type of thing. Right, right. It was more or less a gathering amongst small people. Seemed like something, you know, kind of professional-like. So everybody was vaccinated, had both shots. Some people even had their boosters. Now, one person didn't have, you know, their booster or vaccinated. So it was one of the type of things, small group of people. And I guess one of the, one of the people, the guy who was from California came to the party, he just got back from a trip from South Africa recently. Okay. So the good thing about it is, so far, from they're doing the testing, the symptoms haven't exceeded the symptoms of the COVID. Yeah, and I, also, so, I think I read, too, that they said it's, um, it's very contagious, but it's not deadly. And they're still doing the testing, so it's not concrete. Right, right. So right. that's the good thing is the fact that these people were together, somebody had it, whatever, whatever, and the symptoms haven't been like, oh, man, you know, because the main thing is the bigger question was, do does the vaccination work against that? So the fact right. that these people haven't had these negative symptoms shows you that the vaccination does work for that, for these people that, that we know of so far. Right. That's so right. that's how I look at it. Yeah, and I was, I was paying attention to that. And, and another thing that you know, what they're trying to push, you know what I mean, through this whole, I ain't going to call it a scandal, but this whole pandemic, this whole situation is uh, get the shot. You know what I'm saying? This is the only thing that can help protect you against this. You know what I'm saying? Is is getting the shot. So, it's just something else, you know what I mean, out there for y'all to think about. This is constantly progressing and it's constantly constantly forming into something greater. You know what I mean? We don't went from the corona to the delta to the Omicron. You know what I mean? Eventually, it's going to be, I, I feel like it's going to end up being something that's literally like, if you catch this, it's curtains. But here's my bigger question. And this is a rhetorical question nobody has to answer. This is why, I guess a statement slash question. This is why I feel like you should get the shot. Because here's my thing. People's bodies have taken a hit from having COVID. It's been well documented from athletes to ordinary Joe, mom and pop, whatever the case may be. Can your body take the hit of all three of these, like if you if you get COVID, okay, you get past that. Can you take getting the Delta? Okay, if you get past that, can you take the Omicron? Omicron, what it was called. Can your body withstand these three major issues? I don't know, but I don't want to find out no. because that's a lot. Because if you already have issues, like I tell you all the time, this show come on HBO called Real Sports. Each time they come on, they document different stories. So one that came on a couple months ago about this this, this lady 
who's a, a former WNBA player. She's very good. Once she caught COVID, her whole body basically shut down. So right now, still to this day, like two years later, she's still going through rehab, trying to um, walk right, things like that. So with that being said, and I remember when Jason Tatum called it, he said still to this day, he still had breathing issues time to time. He got an inhaler now, things like that. So if you catch it again, what would be the, the consequence that time? That's all I'm asking. And that's and 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 that goes for like anything. Yeah, you know I mean, not even just looking at it from that that Delta aspect or that that COVID or Omicron aspect. You got to think about the fact of when they when the COVID first hit, they was really pressuring, putting emphasis on if you already have underlying conditions. So you have to think about that. Your body already taking hits from little stuff. Like, what if you just got out, currently work with somebody who was exposed to somebody with COVID? You know what I mean? And then right after they get out of their 10-day, 14-day quarantine, boom, they get sick. Some A major head cold or something that wasn't a COVID. You feel what I'm saying? Right. It's that type of stuff that you got to look at. What about your underlying conditions? What about other stuff you done been through? And that's one reason why, you know what I mean, I have my beliefs, I have my understandings, I have my theories, I have my thoughts on everything about this, but in the same breath, like we talked about last week, bro, I still take those measurements and protect myself. You know what I mean? There was a time in my life where I faced something that one in a million people face. You know what I mean? If for people that don't know my story, it was uh, blastomycosis. You know what I mean? Look it up. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's real. I had inhaled a airborne fungus in which I don't know where it came from. I don't know how I contracted it. I don't know anything about it. You know what I mean? But I inhaled this airborne fungus that sent me to the doctor three times. The first time was kind of, was ill. Second time it was hospitalized. Third time it was like air, I needed air tubes in my nose, all type of stuff. You feel what I'm saying? So it's that type of stuff. Hit me three times and each time it hit me, it was, it got worse. To the right. point where I had no choice but to start taking it serious. And that's why I take so much stuff serious now because it's one thing that I, I know about that and it's not that it can be cured. It only can be treated. So it is something that's possibly still inside me, you know what I mean? But by me, you know, switch changing things over in my life and being a little bit more healthy and taking more vitamins and minerals and these life essentials that we need, I'm putting those things inside my body. I'm also helping aid myself to fight it off. You know what I mean? Build up my white blood cell count. Build up my immune system and 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 health support to make sure that this don't attack me again the way it did. It was serious, man. I, it was all about. It was more important. You 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 know because some people say, "Well, I don't want to do things because of this." Well, if this outweighs this, I mean, it's the scales of justice. You know what I'm saying? Like what? What's more important? And what somebody you know, else is going through and what somebody else may be thinking, you know what I mean? That's not necessarily it's that exactly time, what it Jack. Is that you need. You gotta understand it's about self. And that's what I coach. That's what I that's what I, that's what my coaching is all about. My wellness coaching is all about teaching people how to love self, respect self, be aware of self. Everything is about you. You need to understand you. You know what I mean? What's right for you, what you need, who you need to be around, what what methods, what steps, what process you need to go through. You know what I mean? Because what works for somebody else is not always going to work for you. And that's well, the thing is. about it is, too, you know, that's why I always use this example. What's the difference between saying, you know what, I don't want to get this shot because it's because of X, Y, and Z, uh, yada, 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 compared to, let's take the military people who, or let's take Random Joe. 
get into an accident, something goes wrong. You got to have your leg amputated, your arm amputated. Right. Would you rather die or would you rather say, you know what, I'm going to have this amputated so I can keep on living? You know what I'm saying? So I, I make the comparison because if the if the shot gives you whatever, I don't know, whatever people say they, they've been reading, then <laughs> that's better than me losing my life. You take that shot, you're going to grow a tail. Man over in India grew a tail. He took that shot. <laughs> Bottom line. Bottom line. You know? So, that's why I stand on it, man. But I'll be a Super Saiyan. Shit, give me the shot, goddamn. I'll be give a me the shot, man. I'll be yeah, a Super why? Saiyan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But it's getting real, man. Make sure y'all are protecting yourselves out here in any way you can. You know what I mean? Whether it's wear the mask. You don't want to wear the mask. Get the shot. You don't want to get the shot. Then watch who you around. Because you don't know if other people protecting themselves. And use your best judgment. As much as you might love a family member and you know that they ain't doing the right thing, it's time for you to do the right thing. You know what I'm saying? For your family and for your own sake. Because like I said, how it may hit somebody else may not hit you. Oh, I got an auntie and she survived. You know what I'm saying? It didn't even bother her like that. That don't mean when it hit you, you ain't going to lose your taste. You ain't going to lose your smell. Right. Different strokes for different folks. You know what I'm saying? So just make sure you're protecting yourself out here. And I wish somebody would have had this conversation with these two family members, man. About, about. <laughs> <laughs> it's that time, about, Jack. About protecting yourself, man. Look, first of all, you brought it back up to my attention because I did follow the, the Andrew. I, they, the last name so hard is, is Cuomo, right? Yeah, yeah. I followed the Andrew Cuomo situation. You know what I mean? The the, the governor that uh, resigned over the allegations of sexual and workplace harassment and is currently facing investigations over nursing home deaths uh, during the pandemic, coronavirus pandemic. Um, it was it was real big. I remember when it kind of broke the news and everything. At first, I was like, who is this dude? You know what I'm saying? Then you hear right. that governor title, and you like, uh-oh, here's politics again. You know what I mean? So. Right. You can look up. You can look up more into that story. I, I kind of stopped following it. I don't know what's really going on with it. From the last thing I read, they still like you know. What I mean, looking into stuff and gathering right. witnesses and and all that type of stuff. So these are uh, what would you want to call it? Allegations. Yes. Uh, they're not official anything yet, but allegedly, allegedly, you know, Governor Andrew Cuomo um, had some. Sexual and workplace harassing going on, and um, there's some stuff with the numbers. They was messing around with the numbers with hospital deaths and nursing home deaths or whatever with with the coronavirus pandemic. But he did say that that all the numbers were still accurate, even though you know what I mean they were putting splits in between stuff. There was all the numbers were still accurate. And so on top of the sa- fact, so he says, the reason why he said he he wasn't fully truthful about what was really going on in the state. Because he was in such a, a big fight with Trump about getting the vaccines. Right, right. He had to spill all this false information to protect this. Everything he did was to protect these people. When the whole pandemic was going on, he basically was the face of saying, look, we need to get this under control. So for me, if I'm a, if I'm a New Yorker, I'm good with that. Because what do the numbers mean if in the end... He did the best he could to make sure everybody could get the opportunity to be vaccinated. That was the bottom line. He didn't do it because he wanted to get money. He didn't do it because he wanted a new car, a new house. 
He did it because he wanted to get the shots for everybody involved who, who wanted one. That's and, all. And which is doing his job as a governor. Correct. But that's when the that's when the the politics come in because he was it's doing such a great job. People want to see him out. So then all of a sudden, which, that's when the sexual normal, harassment. Which normally happens when a person calls themselves trying to play hero in the world. Right. Politics. So that's when the sexual assault <clears throat> allegations come in. Well, not sexual assault, but sexual Harassing. misconduct. There and he know. addressed that. He said, yeah, you know, Something one thing I, he said. The forehead, right? I kiss people on the forehead. Right, right. You know, he said, look, I'm Italian. You know what I'm saying? He was like, this is what I do. He said, I've kissed, you know, women, babies, you know, men. It don't matter. You know what I mean? He saying like I kiss them in the lips. You know, he said, but we're touchy feely. We hug, whatever, whatever. He said, well, my dad was the governor. He did the same thing. My mom's the same way. There's another, you know what I mean? So it was just crazy how they decided they couldn't take him down from the COVID situation. So then they go this route. And that's how it always happens. You can't get rid of somebody. You bring up something else. I mean, people, Dave, Dave Chappelle right now. You know what I mean? Even though he come forth and make it clear about exactly what he meant, what he was trying to say, and these jokes, and I wasn't, you know what I mean? I had no hate or none of this type of stuff. But now y'all have turned me into this monster. You know what I mean? Y'all made a monster out of me, so now y'all done turned me into it. So, yep, I guess if that's how you want to look at it, yep, I am this. Not to get sidetracked, but did you watch that special? Yeah, I watched it. I didn't see anything that he said that was inappropriate. It was, come on, man. That's what I'm sitting here saying. That's why the main point I'm putting is, since y'all want to see me as this, well, I guess that's what I am then. Because y'all switching up the definition of exactly what it is you're trying to say I am. Right. You know, it's a real sensitive, touchy situation. And I don't want to, you know, touch base too much on that and, you know, have it look like we, you know what I mean, on some type of... What you want? Committee, you know what I mean? Right. But it's it is what it is, man. He didn't he didn't say anything in my eyes that was really like, oh, you gonna feel it behind that one. But what he did do was shine light on the fact that the the extent, you know what I mean, that a certain group of people will go to, you know what I mean, to make themselves as equal or or gain some kind of power, cause them to cause his friend to commit suicide. It's not, you know what I mean, set in stone that that's exactly what it is, but that's just how much pressure you put on a person just because a person wants to support somebody who has their own perspective in life. Right. I mean, last I checked, it's supposed to have been, quote, unquote, America, the land of the free. Right. So just as free as you can be with who you want to be, why well, I can't be as free and say and speak how I want to speak? Why well, it has to be a problem with it? Because you can say the same thing to me. You say the same mm-hmm. thing about me. You have some type of look at me for being a straight person. So why I can't say something, crack a joke about you? You know what I mean? Think about it. If one of these so-called individuals were to get up on stage and tell jokes, I'm pretty sure there are a few individuals that are in that party that get on stage and tell jokes. And they tell jokes about the ones that are just like them, and they tell jokes about the ones that are not like them. But you don't see a whole bunch of straights running out here banning you from the community, banning you from being a human being. It's called a double standard. Exactly. So don't don't act like, you know what I mean, both shoes don't wear the same size. Because I don't know nobody walking around with a size 7 and then walking, walking around with a size 10. Unless you got gout. You, oh, here you go. <laughs> 
But on that uh, Kumo. Did you read about Chris? Yeah, and that's what I was just about to get to. I I don't agree with this man. I'm just gonna be a hundred percent honest with you. I don't agree with it. Me personally, how can a person be? How can a person literally lose everything they worked so hard for because they trying to help somebody by just helping them understand how to approach the situation? Here's the thing. Their thing is, he wasn't honest with CNN about his involvement with his brother's case or whatever the case may See, be. I now, thought, I thought he came out and said, I told you every all my parts that I played in the situation. Right. But then come to find out, I guess he, he did a little more than what he told them. So they had a problem with that. Now, here's my take on it. Before before you get into it, let me let me catch let me catch the people up to speed real quick because you just came right in like you know I'm saying who's Chris? You, you read about Chris? Now everybody probably sitting there thinking about we know Chris and all not, not that Chris, but CNN fired primetime anchor Chris Cuomo on Saturday. The network said it found new information during the review of how he helped his brother Andrew Cuomo, the one we just spoke about with the sexual harassment and the nursing home scandals. Um, they said he advised the former New York governor on how to respond to sexual harassment allegations. CNN did not detail what new information was found, but the network has retained a law firm. Cuomo said that he was disappointed in CNN's decision. And then the other thing that pops up is Harper Collins is no longer publishing Chris Cuomo's upcoming book, Deep Denial. The book was set to be released in fall of 2022, but a representative is saying now uh, we never planned to release this, you know what I mean, or to public. I never heard that. That's news. You know what I mean. So it's a, it's a lot of stuff that's going behind it, and that's why I'm like, you're destroying everything that somebody worked for. You know what I mean? Just based off of what they're saying, he advised his brother on how to respond to the sexual harassment allegations. Now, granted, I hear what you're saying. They saying he didn't tell it all, but I mean, I need to know exactly how did he help him. You know what I mean? Like what? What? Because I'm telling you, hey man, look, don't get in front of the cameras and don't do all this and don't do all that. I lose my job, or is it deeper than that? You know what I mean? I know it's a little bit more detail and stuff that need to come out, but the man, the man the thing. CNN and his show was running the largest numbers for that power hour special that he was on. You know what I mean? That time slot that he had is a is a very important time slot in the media world, and he was crushing right. it. You know what I mean? They had, like, the number one show running on CNN. <clears throat> right. Here's, a, here's the thing. The reason why Chris was involved, because Chris is a lawyer. Chris wasn't representing him, but he was giving him advice. And one thing Chris said when he got on air after the first time he hit the fan on his show, he said, yes, I apologize for not telling everything to my bosses. He said, but one thing I will hold true to is first and foremost, that's my brother. And that comes before anything else. And if my brother needs my help, I will help him. And he said, for the record, I've told him behind closed doors, in front of closed doors, however you want to look at it, I told him he needs to stand up 
face the music. If he did do it, he need to come clean. If he didn't, he need to fight. He said, I told him just like that. He said, I didn't tell him to do one or the other. I gave him the one or two options of what the best thing to do is. So he was very, so I can understand, and this is what I'm going to ask you, and I already know the answer. When it comes to things like that, now this is a close-knit family. His mom, she's like 90-something years old, they, man, and she, they, bro, she's they big. Italian. They Italian. Yeah. They all about family. So that, that what's That's understood what don't even need to be explained in that aspect. Right. No, but I'm just saying as far as what they mean to New York. Okay, okay, okay. Dad was governor, or was he a mayor, one of the two, New York City. Who? Brothers a governor. Andrew? Yeah. Governor. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I'm talking about their dad. Oh, governor. Well, he was a former governor. Yeah. Um, They're a powerful family, man. You know, and when it's all said and done, how can you explain to your brother that I can't help you, man, because I might lose my job. You know, that's why I read today that Chris is suing CNN because he wants his money. He said they owe him. He just signed a new contract last year and they owe him 12, 14 million dollars. No, no, no. Yeah. Six, between 18 and 20 million dollars. They owe him. Listen, the ratings and the numbers numbers for Cumo prime time were extremely high, bro. And of course. Ever since Watch it every week. Exactly. And that's, every night, and that's right? what I'm saying. And ever since this happened, the numbers have failed. Even CNN announced last month that the show had averaged about 800, 826,000 total viewers. They say it was delivering the network's highest rated program in total viewers. Yep. That's, that's crazy, bro. And then you literally just, like, just dropped that? Yeah, right. Okay. You know what I mean. And then, the, and, and the messed up part about it is, it's the it's somebody called in. Uh, I think her name was Charlotte Bennett. She called into the network to have him fired. So it's mm-hmm. almost like it wasn't even like a CNN's decision, but whoever this Charlotte Bennett is, and whatever seat she held, and whatever position that she in, she had enough to make them call that shot on him. Do, do you know who Chris, who Chris and Andrew's sister is married to? No, sir. For 34 years, she's been married to Kenneth Cole. Oh. Okay. Money. That, that's all I'm saying. This is a very powerful family. And he got other siblings that are high power like in medical, things like that. They just don't like being in the limelight. This family is big on power, man, and New York don't like it. The people don't like it because he's always been about the minority, mm. period. So it all, he's always been it all minority because sense. he felt like, you know, he always tells stories about being Italian, growing up in New York, things like that. They were treated you know what I mean? Like my nerd, because they grew up poor. Okay. Till his dad ran for office, stuff like that. So they were looked at like the poor Italians, was people thought they nose at him. So he understood the perspective of the minority. So he always felt the need to stand up for the minority. So people didn't like that. 
he was quick to call out the white folks before he called the black folks. You know what I'm saying? Right, and he right. was true to it. When the Ahmaud Arbery shit went down, he was the first person like, hey, man, do need to go to prison, man. All them dudes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, when when the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict and came yes, in. They did. Yes, they did. Yeah. When the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict came in. That night, I, I couldn't wait to watch him. He was so pissed. He was like, see, this is why white folks, they, they can get away with whatever they want to. He's like, I'm white. I got white privilege. I'm here to tell you. The problem is a lot of white folks ain't going to tell you they got white privilege. I mean, he did real. They act like they blind to it. Right. You know, he keeps it real. You know, think about it like this. He's the only one that could get guys like Ice Cube and them to come on his show. Ice Cube came on last year talking about some politics, stuff like that. And Ice Cube even went on Twitter because he was canceled coming on certain shows, certain news shows. Kumo had canceled him, but he, he actually rescheduled him for the next night. Q went on Twitter like, hey, man, I want to thank Chris Kumo, man, for having me on, man of his word. I ain't never got no problem coming on his show because he always keeps his word with me, 100. He had him on there, Chuck D. Like, these people have him talking about what's going on in the community. You know what I'm saying? Not, not these corny dudes. So having that voice gone, that's – that's 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 tough. It really is, bro. Cause you need them voices, and you need you need them voices from those kind of powerful individuals at that. Because mm-hmm. we can speak, we can speak for days, bro, for hours, for minutes, which our data and our analytics show that we do anyway. You know what I mean? But who are we? Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's coming from a that's coming from the, the a real world aspect. Like, who are we? Now. Who are they? You know what I'm saying? So when you speak up, it has a position of power to where it has enough to make a change. It has enough to make a difference. You know what I mean? So you want them kind of people around. That's why I'm like, I just don't, I don't know, man. I just don't agree with that. I guess probably you, you, you fired him because of you trying to say he violated the ethics code. But here's the thing. Ethics is violated no matter how you look at it. Ethics is different compared to who you talk to. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Prime example. The way you dress right now, you're sitting there with a beater on where one could say, that's bad ethics. To me, I'm like, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? It all depends on who you talking to as to what is ethics. It's not the same anymore. Nothing's that's what we get caught up in the, in, in the fold. Nothing's the same anymore. Right. And that's right. What, and I think that's what a lot of people are, are, are failing to realize. Nothing is the same anymore. Everything is constantly changing. And when you're not aware and you're not really paying attention, it'd be bigger changes that come across like they small changes, but they have long, mm-hmm. they have long-term effects. Most definitely. And, and that's what we caught up in right now. We just caught up in something that happened a while back, and now we're in the long-term effect of it. Notice how prices are going up, inflation. All this stuff is not triggered just from the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Because everybody got a backup plan, the same way you have in your in your funding and your budgeting, emergency funds and all that. What makes you think businesses don't have these same backups? Did you see? Um, kind of switch the subject. Did you see last week? I think was it last week or maybe week before that, whatever it was, when President Biden was on the news talking about the gas. Come on, man. Did, did, did you see what he said about that? I, I caught a little clip of it on the net. Okay. 
So what he did, well, I guess they got all this oil and stuff in a reserve. All these different countries do. So people have been calling him to release this oil because he said in the press conference, he said, I want you guys to know I am going to release this oil. You're going to see gas prices going down. It's not going to be today or tomorrow. Eventually, they're going to start to go down. He said, what's going on is the gas companies are raising the price of gas. He said, right now, oil is at an all-time low. So the gas companies is buying it cheaper and raising the prices to sell it. He was like, that just can't happen. He was like, so I want to make sure everybody understands it's not the government, nothing like that. And he said, I've also got the phone with a couple of prime ministers from across other countries. They're doing the same thing. So we're going to hold these gas companies accountable because not just in America, it's across the world. The it's BPs, bad. the thick goals, just that nothing. He said, they're the ones that's making these prices. He said, because when you make the price this high for the gas stations to buy it, they got to, they, they charge X amount of cents extra per gallon or whatever. Right, right. He was like, but if you keep the price high, they can't come down the price because they're buying, they're selling at a low. Time, Jack. It's crazy. He was like, so that's what it boiled down to. It's not nothing with the government. It's nothing with the pandemic. It's the gas companies themselves, the petroleum companies that's refusing to lower the prices as they're getting good prices on the oil themselves to make the gas. Well, which are gas sitting at right now? Um, roughly, roughly about three. We sitting at about four oh nine. Gas almost five dollars a gallon down here in some places. Mm-hmm. That's one of them conversations that I just got done telling you I had to have, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm dro- bro. I'm traveling thirty three miles, sixty six miles to and from for work. You feel what I'm saying? Well, keep in mind, I'm talking three for regular. And my ride takes premium. You feel what I'm saying? It's ridiculous, bro. Even when you go in just to buy a carton of eggs, man, eggs like three something. Yeah. Like, man, everything is going up. This inflation is real. And that's another thing. You know what I mean? People got start 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 paying attention to your goal, your financial goals and your and your emergency funding and budgeting and savings because things gonna get worse before they get better. That's why the key is, and I see I read something yesterday, man. That's why now more than ever, you need to buy American. Why? Because right now, shelves are empty in a lot of stores because so many goods are sitting on the trucks. They don't have enough drivers to drive the trucks, I mean, um, the boats right. over here. So that's imported stuff. Things that are in America, things that are American-made, that's going to come from the UPS, the FedEx, the postal service, things like that. You'll get that in a few days. All right. But all this stuff that's being made overseas and everything, those are the things that we're seeing a shortage in in the stores. Sound like you said MAGA. Magnet? No, I sound like you said MAGA. Magnet? You sound like you said MAGA. <laughs> <laughs> I heard, and that's a whole other conversation to be had right there. About that, yeah. that whole election scandal thing that just went down that people didn't even understand that overplay for that underlay for the overplay on that one. You know what I'm saying? You gotta makes you look differently at what make America great again really meant. You always yep. you always was a minority anyway. 
racism is around, whether it's in a presidential cabinet or it's in your community. You feel what I'm saying? Did you ever look at Exterminate the Bruce like I told you? I think I did. I no, you didn't. I think I did. No, you didn't. Because if you did, you would have called me. I'm going to check it out tonight then. And I watch. I'll answer my call. You're like, bro, I did watch this. But I'm going to check it out. HBO, right? It's, it's, four, it's four parts, yeah. Yeah, on HBO. I'm going to check it out. Is this is that the one? No, that ain't the one about the man. Mm-mm. That, uh, it, it's, it's pretty much talking about how history was told wrong. And they show the examples, like how the Mexicans really won the fight at the Alamo, not the white people. They said, according to the I movie, John Wayne. That. I don't think I watched all four parts, but I remember that part. You got you to gotta watch I'm all watch four it. parts, I'm man. Watch it again. I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to watch it all You got to watch through. all four parts, man, because it really, you know, because part four, I know you're going to watch it, but it, one thing it shows is, like, what if the role were reversed if we were the slave owners and the wife of what a slave? They were just kind of showing. Like, it, it, it was, it's deep, man. I'm gonna check it's it deep. Out. You got to really check it out. It's on HBO, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. I'm telling you, I know I, I watched it because I think I had talked to my step-pops about it and I was trying to tell him to watch it. As soon as you mentioned mm-hmm. that Alamo thing, I, that's why I'm like, I know I watched that. I did, but I'm going to watch it again. That way we can touch base on it next week. So, man, you got to watch all four parts, man, because it, it really, things that we thought we knew, it really, like, man, really? And the dude that's telling the story, the guy that's narrating it, you never see his face, but he's somebody that experienced some of these things. Mm-hmm. His ancestors experienced some of these things. Like he said, I don't even know what race I am because I was kind of passed around, you know, coming from this country to this country to this country. I don't know what race I am. I don't know what race I'm with. You know, the guy that's talking with the accent. Right, right, right. Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to check that. I'm definitely going to check that out. So we can, we yeah, can I mean, touch base. Then on, on the fourth part, man, like I said, I'm not going to get too deep. I want you to see it, but... They, they really kind of go into, like, Hitler on the fourth part. And he had them them um, them concentration camps over there in Germany, man. Man, that, hey, yeah. that, that, that's, that's deeper than I ever knew. You know, being young, I didn't do a lot of reading. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I knew a lot, but I didn't do a lot of reading. It was more based off of, like, what I was told and what I seen. Right. You know what I mean? So when I erased all that stuff... You know what I'm saying? I really started diving into my own history aspect and wanted to get my own understanding of stuff. Man, listen, that uh, them concentration camps, that whole little Hitler stuff, that's deep. I was uh, even from just watching like the Diary of Anne Frank, bro, that was rough. Mm-hmm. That, that was a rough little time period. That's a whole other conversation. Get a little deeper. You know what I'm saying? You start man, I just say this part, man. They were showing part, you know. Uh, when they was talking about the part where they get to the concentration camps and they would, the people would, um, they're waiting in line. They think they're going for shelter. All these people from this other country, women and kids, men, whatever. They say, if anybody say, we got to use the bathroom. I keep my line from here to China. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So they say, okay, follow us. We'll take you to the bathroom. So little did they know, they like, well, walk through that door. Walk through that door, kill them, put them in the oven, and burn them. Jeez. Immediately. Crazy. And then, okay, this so when you see explained seen, on there? It's all explained, man. It's oh, all wow. explained. They even show pictures of the concentration camp. It's like, because it's still there for historic purposes. Right, right, we right. can tour and stuff like that. They show pictures of that. Now, in part one, you say you've seen part one. Is that the one where they show how the slave trade happened? 
That's what I'm saying. I'm, bro, I'm a note when I watch it again. It might. It... That, that part tripped me out the most because I didn't know the details of how it all went down uh-huh. with Christopher Columbus. He started that slave trade stuff. Yeah, I'm at the. Yeah, I'm down. I'm he tried to out. discover America. He he takes the boat. Him and his buddy, they said we're just gonna go try to discover something. They wind up going to South America, treat the white folks over there like slaves. Yep, that's part one. And they say after a while he wanted to go. Yep, they got tired. Like hey, and they kind of like joined forces with the whole little. Uh, yeah, because they said we know some people you can get yeah. over there in Africa. So now, right over there. Go get them now, what get crazy about that is in some parts of history, you can also read that they came over and what they was doing was enslaving Africans. Africans got tired of that or whatever and pretty much joined forces with them because you even read in history that they say that blacks were even selling blacks to whites. So well, the what, thing was, according to Exterminate the Brutes, South South America was a gold haven. And everybody know Christopher Columbus was big on, he wanted gold for everything. Right, right, like right. He was, he, all he cared about was gold. So that's why they went there to try to steal the gold. These people trying to fight him, took him as slaves, say, hey man, well, why don't we go over here? There's some people over there y'all can get. Like so that. all that stuff, that, you know, <laughs> when you talking about discovered America, how can you discover something that was already there? That was already there. With the Indians. Factual I, mean, I, I, I love it, man, because it, like I said, it, it told more detail than you could read in a book. You know what I'm saying? Right, and right, it made right. more sense. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. Especially gonna... with the reenactments of some of the stuff. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, it was more, it made a lot of sense. I love reenactments. Yeah. It's always it's always better to see it. You know what I'm saying? It's the, it's the different, mm-hmm. different ways of learning. Right. But we uh we reaching that time, man. So you yeah, know, yeah. y'all better know next one we coming through. We gonna we gonna have a, a nice little history lesson on here. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm most definitely, gonna, man. I'm Check it out. It. I'm gonna take my notes. You know what I'm saying? And try my best not to call you and talk a little bit about some stuff. If I do, we gonna have to just bring it back around. But because I'm watching again too, man. Because I can never get enough of that. Yeah, man. I do want to thank y'all for sitting in with us again right here on Mental Health as. You know, I'm going to tell you, visit the website. That's www.true2you2.com. Also, visit us on IG at T-R-U number 3, number 2, Y-O-U. You know what I mean? As always, bro, I love it when you sit in. You know what I'm saying? Got Most AD. I'm glad to be in. Big homie AD in the building with us. Go ahead and, and, and give me a rundown, bro, so we can go and take this thing home. Man, first of all, jump on Debonair Shisha on the IG. D-E-B-O-N-A-I-R-S-H-I-S-H-A on the IG. And I'll just say this much. Each week gets more and more testy as time progresses. The holidays are coming. People get crazy out here. We got to do the best we can to stay humble and stay true to ourselves and prepare ourselves for what's in front of us, which is nothing but trials and tribulations. It's not about how you deal with it is by how you bounce back from it. Because not all the time do we deal with things the right way. It may seem right at first, but when the time comes, we'll understand uh-huh. how we can do things differently and how to make things right the next time around. Not for other, but for ourselves. 
It's that time, Jack. And just like that. We're going to catch y'all yeah. next week. It's always peace. It's positive energy. Always creates elevation. Peace. Love. Prosperity. Till next time. Out. What's going on? It's about to get